Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. Today is September 15. Through today's passage, I want to ask a certain question that I also found in Living Life. What tempts our heart and our eyes away from the Lord? What are the reasons that our hearts are redirected away from God? And how can we ask and pray to the Lord so that our hearts and mind and our eyes and everything could be redirected to Him? So today, through today's passage, I hope that we can see uh, the answer to that so that we can meditate and apply it to our lives as we seek the Lord, as we pray before the Lord, as we ask for His guidance. So why don't we take a look and let's read together. Psalm chapter 119, verses 33 through 40. Teach me, Lord, the way of your decrees, that I may follow it to the end. Give me understanding, so that I may keep your law and obey it with all my heart. Direct me in the path of your commands, for there I find delight. Turn my heart toward your statutes and not toward selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. Fulfill your promise to your servant, so that you may be feared. Take away the disgrace I dread, for your laws are good. How I long for your precepts. In your righteousness, preserve my life. So what is it that tempts our heart and our eyes away from God? I think in today's scripture, it talks about three aspects where we could consider it as temptations, directing our eyes and our heart away from God. Uh, first, we see in verse 33 to 34, uh, it's the lack of understanding of God's word that ultimately plays a role in tempting us uh, to direct our hearts and our eyes away from God. Uh, we can see in 34, it says, Give me understanding so that I may keep your law and obey it with all my heart. We can oppositely say that if you do not have any understanding, there will be a difficulty in keeping his uh, law and obeying it. Uh, we can know that someone's got to teach us. Uh, someone has to direct us. Someone has to give us an understanding about the word of God and teach us why we have to obey it. And I think that's one thing that we could ask and seek through prayer to the Lord. How can we redirect our heart and our eye to the Lord? By asking the Lord to teach us by giving us understanding. Now, second, uh, the second aspect that I think that tempts us uh, by having our hearts and our eyes directed away from God is having no sense of direction. We see in 35 to 37 that selfish gain uh, is something that our eyes and our hearts are directed to. But if this is the one that our hearts are prone to go towards, 
And I know that ultimately we lose uh, and grasp what the scripture testifies about selfish gain. Ultimately, if you choose to decide upon, choose what you want to desire, rather than desiring what God has given you through the word of God, then ultimately the end is death. We know that the path of the wicked and towards the selfish gain that people seek to have in this world is ultimately death itself. So in 37, we see that the psalm is saying, turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. Now, the sense of direction, if you find to be preserving your life through the word of God, then you find hope and you find life. Because if you direct yourself away from God by gain, uh, looking for selfish gain, then you lose God in your life. But rather, if you redirect your heart, if you ask the Lord uh, and search for your life to be preserved in Him, then naturally you will direct your heart and an eye towards the Lord. So that rather than selfish gain is your main purpose of life, trying to find life in God becomes the main purpose and a sense of direction in your life. Uh, verse 38 and 39, it talks about uh, the lack of fulfilled uh, promise in your life and having no hope and nothing to uh, hope for in your life in the future. So that kind of tempts us and redirect our eyes and our heart away from God because you look for other hopes, you look for other promises, you look for other things that could hopefully become a fulfillment in your life. But rather than having uh, His Word become the sole fulfillment in your life and promises, you seek from the world and other people's promises, uh, giving you short-term promises and gratitude uh, and guiding you to ultimately short-term gain. Uh, we see that this psalmist's hope uh, is to have the promises fulfilled in this life so that God can be feared. And I think that's the third aspect that we can see, the reason why we are tempted away from God. If we could ask the Lord to uh, have His promises fulfilled so that we could see it, so that we could uh, build trust in Him, so that we could end up fearing the Lord, then I think that is a request that we have to make before the Lord. And I think that's the correct request. Uh, through parenting, I come to realize that and that I oftentimes make false promises to my kids. And just because I wanted to calm them down, I wanted to have them stop whining or stop crying, my kids know that oftentimes I make false promises and I don't keep them. For example, I would say, oh, because you're crying, just uh, be quiet, I'll buy you a box of Lego, I'll buy you ice cream, I'll buy you a milkshake, but they know that they, I, I don't keep those promises. I'm just saying that because I wanted to be quiet. I think trust does not build if you give out false promises. But God has fulfilled His promises. He has shown that trying to preserve our life, trying to save us, and even taking away the grace that we dreadfully fear, He has taken that away by putting His Son on the cross. He has taught us how He's going to save us. He has, given us the, he has given us the understanding why He had to put His Son on the cross. He has directed us to the cross where there is salvation. He has fulfilled His promises by putting His Son on the cross. Now, I know that Jesus is the only way and the truth and the life. 
and only at the cross that uh, only at the cross we tr- we find true understanding about uh, God's salvific work. We find a sense of direction. That is where we are to go at the cross, at the feet of the cross of Jesus Christ, and that is the place where God fulfilled His promise to preserve our life according to his word and his promises. So in the end, uh, we long for his precepts. We long for his words because in his righteousness, we know that our life is preserved. And I believe that Jesus is the direction. He's the one who teaches us. He's the one uh, that points to the ultimate fulfillment of God's promise. And I hope and I encourage and bless everyone to look towards Jesus because that is where we truly have to direct our heart and our eyes. So I hope that our eyes and our hearts are directed to Christ Jesus the Son of our Father God in heaven, because that is the place where we'll receive true understanding. It's a place where we'll find a true point of direction, and it's a place where we'll find the true fulfillment of the promises that God has spoken to us through his word. So I bless uh, even myself and everybody to point our direction and our eyes and our hearts to our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, Lord, guide our hearts and our eyes to your Son, Christ Jesus, the place of salvation, the place where we eternally want to enjoy our, our life as Christian. So, Lord God, guide our hearts, we'll work through the Holy Spirit so that we could come to you through Christ Jesus, where we will find a complete understanding, a sense of direction, and finding the fulfillment of your promises trying to give us eternal life. So I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Reaching a further and stepping in closer, see